0: You can email back and forth, you can text with them, all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com slash DSO, that's betterhelp.com slash DSO, and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. I've been offering my counseling slash coaching services in some form for several years now, and in that time I've learned one big thing. Wow. Wow people sure are predictable creatures. I hear the same stories again and again. The good news is that men tend to take comfort in the familiarity. They like to know that another guy I just talked to earlier that same week in Arizona was going through the same exact thing. It makes them feel not so special in their current state of awfulness. I decided to compile a list of the 10 most common things I hear in my coaching sessions with men. Consider this food for thought and a way of showing you that no, you're in fact not alone in this world. Speaking of not alone, check out the DSO Fraternity if you haven't already. We have live meetings, private Facebook groups, articles, and books for our members. It's a great way to meet guys in your shoes and learn from them. So now, on to the list. Number one, my wife had a pretty shitty childhood. Past childhood trauma like abuse, abandonment, divorce, etc., it can have profound effects on a person. If it's not dealt with, it most assuredly affects your relationships and life. Women who come from chaotic pasts tend to shut down emotionally and physically in the presence of comfort and stability. Then they bring the drama and the chaos with them into adulthood, and it's not good. This is the most common thing I hear from men in poor marriages and dead bedrooms. Number two, I was raised mostly by my mom. Very often, a man who has poor boundaries, he's overly empathetic and codependent, he was primarily raised by mom. A lot could be written about why that may be, but it's a trend that I see quite often in my coaching. Number three, I would say our marriage changed completely once our kid was born. She wasn't interested in sex anymore after he or she was born. We all know how common this is. If marriage wasn't enough to shut her down, kids will often do the trick. Comfort and stability kill the female libido. Stress of kids and the smothering blanket of motherhood kills it even further. Number four. Once we got married, she told me that sex wasn't that important to her. For some women, just walking down the aisle is enough to shut down the sex machine. She won the prize, and now it's not so appealing anymore. Number five, I caught her texting an old boyfriend. She was talking bad about me and said how much she missed him. When this happens, it is over. She is on the hunt. She's back to the Tochka, the T-O-T-G-A, the one that got away. The mating ritual has begun. Run. You've been warned. Stop analyzing and just run away. Number six, my wife says that she has lost herself. She doesn't know who she is, and there's nothing that is just for her anymore. This all-too-common sentiment from women usually comes after kids, lack of career, lack of hobbies, and advancing age. They have wrapped the entirety of their identity around that of being mom, and they no longer see themselves as an autonomous person let alone a sexy woman. Number seven, my wife is going through menopause and she says that she no longer thinks about sex. Well, menopause is a huge life event for women. I'm always shocked at how little guys know about it. Menopause can and often does have dramatic effects on a woman's overall sense of well-being, libido included. It's amazing to me how many women are completely against the idea of hormone replacement therapy. It's a godsend to so many women. It's a night and day difference for them once they start a regimen of estrogen, progesterone, and maybe even testosterone. If your wife refuses medical help, that means she's resigned herself to the grandma status. Do you want to be married to a sexless grandma? Number eight, I lost my job, and that's when things went downhill. I got a better job later, but the damage was already done. Yes, respect is everything to women. Sometimes they can lose their bond to their man after illness and unemployment. This is very common. Number nine, your book was great, but it made me really mad. I hate to think that my wife doesn't love me unconditionally. If not, then what's the point of marriage? Unconditional love is for your mom. You don't have unconditional love for your wife and vice versa, and that's healthy. What's the point of marriage? Well, that's a great question that is open to a several day long debate. Number 10, I went through the steps in your book, and now I'm not sure I want to be married to my wife anymore, even if we have a lot more sex. This is common for both sides of a marriage. One increases their value or their sense of value exponentially, and the other spouse suddenly seems a lot less attractive. This is why divorce after something like gastric bypass surgery is so common. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.